Hello and welcome to Cine Drunk, the podcast where we are drunk on cinema and alcohol. Brought to you by <laughs> Cinemunch.com. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, joined as always by Nathan. Hi. And Elizabeth. Hello. Happy Halloween week. What are, what are we up Happy to? Happy Halloween. Yes, so um, we decided since it was such a hit the first time with our summer blockbuster bracketed showdown that we our are... Our most listened to podcast ever. Indeed. Oh my. Mm-hmm. I think four people... We listen. broke double digits. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Ooh, fancy. Um, so, in honor of that, we've decided to come with a bra- back with a bracket that we were all very much looking forward to, which is a horror movie bracket. Um, so we had 32 of kind of our favorite, and seeming some more influential than others, <laughs> um, that we have pitted against one another. Sure have. And, of course, we need a drink or two to... Uh, help us along with this task and the first one um, that we're drinking now is called the bloody orange cocktail Um, and let me just say if you want to have a spooky Halloween this is the cocktail for you I mean come on it's got blood it's orange cocktail it's alcoholic Mm. It's it's everything you've ever wanted. Um, so yeah, it, it's and it's it's reasonably priced. If you break it down into its components, you've got vodka, orange bitters, orange soda, which originally the recipe called for orangina, but because we're classy, we went with orange crush. Yeah. Uh, because we had some already open in the fridge. <laughs> right. And so much raspberry fun. syrup. <laughs> Which we did make. Mm. Elizabeth made. It's mm. delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, the recipe also suggests getting plastic syringes to uh, fill with the raspberry syrup. So you kind of shake the rest of the ingredient. Well, you shake the vodka and orange bitters together, uh, pour them over ice, top with orange soda, and then you stick a plastic syringe um in the concoction filled with raspberry syrup so you can kind of, I guess, squirt out the blood into it. Yeah. Um, which is cool, but we're, that's a little below us. I mean, yeah, really. I mean, all our syringes were so, dirty with our yeah. heroin. That too. So we went with an artful <laughs> drizzle of raspberry syrup. Indeed. And um, one other note, we have two new co-hosts. We do. Uh, this week, uh, their names are Tilda and Scout, and they are kittens mm-hmm. of about four months. Yeah. So if you hear any scratching or trills yeah. or Purring, trills, things that are knocked over, yeah, that's them. That's or or do. ghosts. Um, it might just be in protest. Maybe they like really disagree with us on our choices. Definitely possible. Yeah. But in any case, this blood orange cocktail is super delicious, actually. It's really good. It's really um, good. It looks kind of zany, but <laughs> that's what Halloween's all about. <laughs> Bright orange. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Anyhow, so um, like Elizabeth said, we, we chose sort of 32 of our, our favorite horror films. Um, we definitely are lacking in, in some classic horror films. I think the oldest film we have on here is Psycho from 1960. Um, but we also wanted to make sure they were films that 
at least two thirds of us had had seen. So there were other ones that we Which we really liked. Almost all of them. There were only a couple. Right, but yeah. there were were some other classic ones that we some of us have oh, seen, but we we wanted to stick with ones that were more influential to us. So we're definitely heavier on like eighties, nineties yeah. films. Like I would still say you guys really should watch The Descent because of the, mm, more, of the recent more recent ones. Horror films, that one is really Yeah, upsetting. I've heard really good things, so I always wanted to watch it. I just yeah. have not. Anyhow, uh, so as we did with the the uh, summer blockbusters bracket, we already have gone through our, our top 32 and uh, come up with our top 16. So as we go to how figure out you, our Elite A. Oh, yes, how did it? I seed them? That is interesting information <laughs> that, that, that we need. Uh, we want so, the facts and figures. That's really what people listen to this for, the facts and all figures. All the facts and figures. The numbers. Um, there was no real good way to do this, so we just did it uh, by year. So, like, Psycho being the oldest film we had uh, was our number one seed. The Conjuring uh, from just last year, 2013, um, was the most recent film we had on the list, so that's our lowest seed, our number 32. Gotcha. So somewhere in the middle, we've got, like, the 80s films, and we have the cats in the background just Trying to get into a box, of course. And just as some background noise, they have literally been asleep for the last hour and a half, but now, of course. Now that we are recording, on us. they are awake. Trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat. I choose trick. Anyhow. All right. So our first matchup uh, was 1 versus 32, the Psycho versus The Conjuring. As much as all three of us liked The Conjuring, Psycho was the clear winner there. Uh, that will be in our first round on the podcast, pitted against our number 17 seed, April Fool's Day, uh, which beat out the classic Nightmare on Elm Street, which I, I definitely voted for. Oh. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't seen April Fool's Day, it is a ridiculous, ridiculous movie. And, and that... an important movie in the canon of... <laughs> American horror films. Just American film in general. It also, to me, though, has such, like, influence on then where films went. Like, Scream totally pulls so much from April Fool's Day with the idea of it being, like, well, them being sort of, like, self-aware. I'll yes, just say that. I, it's very, like, self-aware that it's a horror film that yeah. sets a new tone. And it's genius, and I love it. And the lead performance... Oh, is really brilliant. spectacular. I mean, it's a ridiculous, hilarious movie that is in no way scary, but so worth watching. Yes, it will not scare you. Also, let's face it, Freddy Krueger is a villain you can defeat with a nail clippers, right? Couldn't you just, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the thing that I... And I agree that Nightmare on Elm Street is not really the greatest film. It is also rather hokey. But um, I do love the concept of it. That it really, by the end of it, you should be afraid to fall asleep. It's not just like being afraid of the dark or a boogeyman. It's Freddy Krueger exists like in your subconscious when you fall asleep and can murder you that way. Yeah. That I like. And, and a young Johnny hey. Depp. Anyhow, that lost out to the genius of April Fool's Day from 1986. So, which moves on to our Elite Eight, Psycho or April Fool's Day? Psycho. Yeah, for sure. Do you agree? Oh, gosh, I'm not prepared for this. I thought we were going through the whole thing. Um, ooh, Psycho, yes. Yeah. Totes, my goats. Yeah, so that was a pretty easy matchup leading us to Psycho. It was. 
Um, so our next matchup, um, originally it was Invasion of the Body Snatchers versus the Others, but a quick, <laughs> a quick little side note is that Matt and Nathan have seen the 1956 Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Correct. I have seen the 1978 Donald Sutherland <laughs> Invasion of the Body Which Snatchers. Which I'm pretty sure Jeff Goldblum Which is in that one as well. He is in that one. He is indeed. Of course. Um, voted for that. So obviously that got my vote. <laughs> but also, I mean, the significance of this cannot be understated. Correct. Uh, because this would throw off the entire bracket. Seating, it's true. And the seating. That would have been uh, our oldest Depending film. on, yeah. Um, but we went with 78 for the seating. For the seating, Correct. even though yeah. Nathan and I have a, whatever, technicality. Yeah. It beat the others anyway. Yeah, I voted for that, even though I haven't seen the 78 version, but the 56 yep. version was um, quite well done, I thought. And yes. Um, I think Elizabeth commented the others didn't quite have the staying power, even only 13 years later. Yeah, like it's a good ghost story. It wasn't particularly it's a good movie. scary, though. Yeah, yeah but not movie. particularly scary. Um, also, you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers are like one of the, f the few horror movies that is like really clear to see how it's definitely a product of their times both the 50s version and the 70s version totally. definitely yeah um which adds an extra layer of like creepiness mm -hmm. which i like agreed um so anyway so we have invasion of the body snatchers then going up against um halloween which won over the ring which, which i love the ring i really love the ring i think it's scary i think it's really well done I think that's a modern classic of the genre. But, I of course, disagree. Halloween. Yeah, oh, fine. Fun. Whatever. You got your way. <laughs> I voted for Halloween, too. As well. We should clarify that you mean Halloween also. Oh, also, not yes. Halloween not Halloween, too. Halloween, too. Which takes place at a hospital. Though if it was Halloween H2O, I may yes. have yes. definitely not voted for that. Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Michelle Williams. <laughs> LL Cool J, isn't he in that? No, no he's of? in um he's in the next Halloween movie okay. after H2O. Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection. Alright. Isn't that or in no, space? No, it's like and actually it's not space. LL Cool J either. That one is um Damn it. Another rapper. I can't think who. Oh, God, I always think of LL Cool J being in Deep Blue Sea, but right. he's in something else too. Anyway, we've really gone off task. Sure have. So yeah, we've got thanks, Invasion man. of the Body Snatchers versus <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, I have to say Halloween, it's a classic. It is. I still think I mean, one I've... of the creepiest parts of the movie for me is just near the beginning when she, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, falls asleep or is about to take a nap and she just, like, looks outside and there's the, like, just plain white sheets that are, like, drying on the, like, clothes hanger. And you, you briefly him. see him between the sheets. Mm -hmm. Ugh, that image sticks with me. No, 100%. And it obviously gets creepier and, like, death and slashery from there. But it's still a well-done movie. It's suspenseful and Agreed. pretty terrifying. Yeah, Halloween would 100% get my vote because that movie still, like, even though I know what's going to happen and I know when the deaths come, I still have a hard time watching that movie by yeah. myself. Or even without, like, it still gets under my skin. And I think you brought up a good point, which is that it does something that a lot of slasher films don't actually do that much anymore, which is it still takes its time at the beginning building suspense. 
Right. Yes. Instead of just getting to the deaths and just watching one person die on a set piece over another set piece over another set piece. Agreed. Um, Didn't it... Wasn't it the first slasher film? Well, technically Psycho was the first slasher film. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 1970. Okay, so it, was, it, it definitely it set up Totally. 100%. Yeah. Halloween it is. And that on. score is... Oh, yeah. Unsettling. Super unsettling. In the best way. Oh, I want to watch that movie right now. Uh, next, we had The Exorcist. Uh, of course, classic of the genre from 73 versus Drag Me to Hell, which is kind of a late addition to the top 32. Originally, it wasn't on the list, and then I realized we had forgotten it, and I insisted it be on the top 32 because I love Drag Me to Hell. Again, it's more of a comedy. From 2009, correct? Yes. Yeah. The Sam Raimi. Yeah, I really liked it. I don't know that I would necessarily consider it. No, and I mean, especially versus The Exorcist, which right. effed me up. Like no other movie has. Which that was I a didn't handy winner. And don't think is particularly scary either, but it's a classic with good reason. It is. And we all voted for it. We did, and it moved on. Uh, that versus... Um, this is another ridiculous one for you too. I know what you did last summer. Ridiculous, terrible slasher film. Sorry, from 1997. It is from 1997. Beat another fairly ridiculous film, but one that I love from 1982, and that's Poltergeist. Which again, not not that scary, but no, the like clown a... toy is really scary. That's the scariest thing to me. What's her name? Tangina. Zelda. Is that her name? Oh yeah, the little. I think Zelda is the, the actress's name. Yeah. yeah. Carol Ann, coming to the light. Oh, it's so ridiculous. And you've got Craig T. Nelson. Oh, but it's so good. And then I love the sequels, which just get progressively more ridiculous. But I love... The third one is actually kind of scary. It's like in a hotel room, or like it takes place in a hotel. There's a bunch of mirrors, and then you know that that actress died. Right. Like right after. Yeah, well, you know what other movie had sequels? I know what you did last summer. Or at least a sequel. (laughs) Which got even better with Brandy. Yeah. And Jack Black. Two can play that game. <laughs> and we will. And, Anyhow, and so there's yeah. nothing scarier than a rain slicker and a meat hook. And, <laughs> and Jennifer Love Hewitt's acting. Yes. Well, what are you waiting for? And Anne Heche is in that movie. Yeah, she's Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Ryan Phillippe. Freddie Prince Jr. Who's terrifying in his own way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that versus The Exorcist, which moves on to our Elite Eight. <laughs> I mean... Even if you don't think The Exorcist is scary, it's a really, oh my god, they're, they're giving me looks like they're voting for I Know What You Did Last Summer, and I will throw drinks in their faces. It's, it's impossible to understate the effect that The Exorcist had on me as a film, and how friggin' scary and terrified of it I was and continue to be. But beyond that, it's a great movie. It really is. Okay. Yes, it's dated in some aspects, and it can be hokey in terms of like special effects and but the way it builds suspense and just thinking about possession and the religious undertones and those characters it's a it's a good movie okay so here's here's my first disclosure which is that (laughs) i didn't see no no listen i didn't see exorcist until high school and then i saw it with a bunch of friends so we kind of laughed at some of it because of how dated it is and how like Crazy is the other yeah. thing is I think because of my Catholic upbringing, 
surprisingly, I'm not as terrified by the idea of possession because it all seems like a bunch of malarkey <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm really. You didn't I have. I, <laughs> I am much more afraid that I will step out of this apartment and a man in a rain slicker with a meat hook is gonna kill me than I am that the devil is gonna take possession of me or one of my loved ones. So it doesn't play on my fears in that way. I will 100% agree that it is a much better made movie. However, if it is October and I have a beverage and I want to watch a horror movie, I would probably much rather laugh my way through I Know What You Did Last Summer while also being like scared by especially the scene with all the mannequins when they're in the store. <laughs> Laughable. Oh, there's a great scene where, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar is coming down the hallway, and right as she gets to the stairs, you see the rain, guy in the rain slicker making a turn into her bedroom, like, as she turns yep. to go up the yep. stairs. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, like, classic horror movie stuff, but that gives me the chills more than The Exorcist, and because of that, because I need to maintain my integrity... Your integrity hinges <laughs> on you voting for I Know What You Did Last Summer. Indeed it does, so that is my vote. I know what you did last Fine. summer. I will just say that I clearly just watched it at the right time in my life. I feel like I was like 12 and right. I had built up a lot of just anticipation for it. Like I was already getting into horror movies and that right. I had seen, you know, top lists of the best horror movies ever. And so I was already right. expecting and hoping it to be scary. I was like just about to start, like, confirmation classes at church and, like, well, again, but that's... didn't really believe. So, like, it played into that. Right. Me being, like, a control freak kind of played into me, like, what? not having control, what? like, getting possessed. Well, again... There's so many things. And it, and it just freaked me. I mean, the second that there's that first flash of that, like, white face... Yeah, that's scary. I happened to be, we'll like, changing mm-hmm. into my pajamas while watching it, and, like, I've never jumped higher... Yeah. Like, literally jumped out of the bed, grabbed the remote. My my reflexes were faster than they've ever been. Pressed stop and was like, I cannot watch any more of this movie. I need to stop. Well, again, that's why I gave you the number one dis- like disclaimer, which is that I think I saw it too late Yeah. in my life. Because later, as we get, there are other movies on here that we'll get to that I saw right at that age. That were, like, my first four movies. And so they do have, like, the same more. experience. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from. But enough... Enough jabbering. This is my this is my tie to break, and all I have to say is that there was a time in my life when I wanted every movie that came out to be like I know what you did last summer. Let's say it was probably around 1997 when I wanted this. I love you so much. And for that reason, um, to honor my younger self. The boy that I was, and the man that I became. <laughs> I must vote for I Know What You Did Last Summer. I am so upset. You have no idea. The fact that this is not, like, making the final two, where I would be okay if it lost. <laughs> it is not making our Elite Eight. And that, and I know what you did last summer. This is Armageddon all over again. But to... <laughs> It's an unbelievably worse extent. Again, I would argue that we have to look, you know, with integrity at what we're trying to do here, <laughs> which is not just, like, what's the better movie. Oh, like, no. Undeniably Exorcist. But I understand that you're voting from a place that this movie scared the living shit I mean, this is in my top ten of all time films. Right. No, and I totally respect like, that. Just it's just not in The effect mind. it had on me. It continues to. Like, anytime I see Linda Blair in that 
makeup, like there's always like a still of it somewhere or a picture of it somewhere. It, I instantly I jump around the apartment. Which <laughs> 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 again, so awful. there are more movies on here because we've again have already been through the first round. That would be like there are at least two, maybe three, that would be on my top ten movies of all time that I'll be super advocating for. So I do understand and respect. I just can't jump on board. Well, just let the record yeah, show that you're both. And some of letting us, your some of us can go beyond and you know kind of get over it when our movies. Don't I, I would just but, uh, like to. What was the I would just like the record to show that you're both letting your integrity hinge upon the fact that you are. Letting I know what you did last summer. No, it, it's, oh, my it's my honor. It's her integrity. It's my honor. With pride. Okay. okay. Uh, next. All right. Next we have... When we get done recording this, we're going to watch a doubleheader of I know what you did last summer and then chase it with our head. Oh, we are sure not. <laughs> or I for sure won't be here. Uh, next we have uh, The Shining versus Urban Legend. Thankfully, The Shining prevailed, even though I'm pretty sure... Nathan... Nathan me voted for urban legend but ridiculous it was tough it was tough i was on the fence and urban legend is terrific and you should watch terrific it. garbage i mean for anytime i see a fur-lined hood me too i think of that movie <laughs> Done. i also have a perpetual fear as i know my sister does m selner shout out okay. of getting our achilles heels slashed when we go to open our car because someone is hiding under our car oh, does that happen that sure does oh, no, I, I think of that of <clears throat> or uh, Pet cemetery. I feel like that happens there. there yeah. Or at least that's um, what I remember. But in case you're curious, the whole thing is on YouTube, as we discovered. Yes. Well, I discovered as I stayed awake for the whole thing. We did. We fell the two of you fell asleep with martinis in hand. So The Shining moved on um, versus the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original from '74, beat Saw in the first round, which was a little bit of a I yeah, match up. I just have to say, Saw was one of the scariest movies. I've ever seen, I think. I had to actually stop watching it. I mean, I was in the theater, so I just covered my eyes. Yeah. But um, also parts of it were just ridiculous in a great way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just so sadistic and fucked up. It really to win. Which I would just like to say one thing in defense of Saw in general is that now because of where the rest of the like, series went. It went very much into the, like, torture porn sadistic yeah. for sadistic's sake, which is very much not the first movie. No. Like, even the traps that the killer has has contrived are shown very quickly, and usually after the body has been discovered. Yeah. And it's, like, a 30-second flashback to how they ended up that way. And it plays much... Which is scarier. Which is scarier. Yeah, it and is. it has And it has that whole, you know, part with um, Carrie Elvis's wife and child being stalked, and yeah. and the other character, but like it's it's it works much more as a like standard and it earns that, that sort of twist. Of, the twist, right? Yeah. I mean, it like makes later. no sense, but it is no. so creepy. Oh, it's terrifying. I had like full body chills when I saw it, and yeah. I also saw it in college. Me too. Which then is like a whole nother experience because then you like live on a college campus, and yeah. it's like. I was. I remember being very concerned about walking around my college campus oh. after that movie. I feel like that was a good matchup, though. Texas Chainsaw versus Saw. Yeah. Because they both have Saw in them. Oh, but they're, like... Astute. They could really happen. I mean, it's not, like, supernatural horror. Right. They're just, like, people can be freaking crazy. Right. And that's terrifying. Which is my deepest fear. The crazies. crazy people. Um, so, Shining versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
Mataka. Nathan, why don't you go first since you were our tiebreaker? Oh last round. boy. Um, but if you pick the wrong thing, I'm throwing my drink. <laughs> well, I know I'm not going to pick the thing you want. <sighs> well, then you're pretty much going to pick the other. You only got two choices. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I, I have to pick the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, because The Shining just doesn't work for me and never has. I respect it as a movie. I think it's extraordinarily well done, but I never quite got it. Um, I think I enjoyed the recent documentary about people <laughs> analyzing it to death more than the movie itself. The Minotaur. The Minotaur. Yeah, the room, what is it called? Room, room 237? Something like that. Definitely give it a look. Mm-hmm. Well, before Matt goes, because I don't know what Matt is voting for, and Nathan has already alluded to what I'm going to vote for, so I'll add the cake next. I would 100% say The Shining, and for me, The Shining is what The Exorcist is to you. My sister and I watched it when we were quite young. She still, if I even stick my index finger in the air... And she's afraid I'm going to start seeing Red Rum, which I do an excellent possessed voice of that. <laughs> she will run out of the room screaming. Oh um, so I found it deeply unsettling. And I find that that one to me is much more terrifying than the idea of one isolation is frightening to me. Yes. And they're entirely isolated. And then also the idea of like someone you love or know intimately, like Going losing their mind end. and yeah. trying to kill you. Like, and in that way, it's even more scary than a masked killer trying to kill you. Is all of a sudden like yeah. your husband is chasing you with an axe, yeah. and his whole slow decline into insanity and the ghosts, the the lady in the bathtub. Yeah, that that scene. Me. I mean, between that and Psycho, I I am surprised I managed to bathe myself because <laughs> an it Stephen King's it. Oh yeah. Yeah, my husband afraid of drains. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'm, I'm definitely voting for The Shining. Definitely. Definitely. But I will say that Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre. Divorced. <laughs> oh, no. We were already divorced a few minutes ago when The Exorcist lost. I know what you did last summer. Um, I do think Texas Chainsaw is, is pretty terrifying. Yeah. Um, but The Shining is scarier, a better movie, rewatchable. It's a classic. Yeah. It really is. I think it's a better movie than The Exorcist, um, just comparing the two that I really like. But um, Exorcist impacted me more. The Shining is definitely up there, though, in what I think is one of the scariest movies ever. And it's a great movie. Also, having read to the trivia about it, I find it a little offensive with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The idea that someone who clearly has mental is mentally disabled, or a number of people who are mentally disabled, are then like crazy killers. Yeah, I find that not yes. enjoyable to watch. I would definitely agree with that. Even though I voted for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that's something that really I didn't. Not that I need to call out this movie that's not even on the bracket, but the orphanage. I think we talked yeah. about. Yeah, I got that kind of sense from it that like. That was more like a physically disabled yes. or like yeah. a physical like abnormality from birth or whatever. Yeah. All automatically turns someone into this scary being. Right. Yeah. But The Shining wins. 
indeed it is. Sure does. Um, that is half Alcoholism of our Alcoholism is more, is more frightening than inbreeding. Yeah, well, it's probably they're, true. They're right up there, though. <laughs> truly, truly. As horrific. we are all currently <laughs> indulging in a beverage or two. Of course. Or seven. And inbreeding. Right, right now. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> Taking us to we... dark places for this spooky podcast. Spooky Halloween. Um, we had our number two seed, The Birds, another Hitchcock, which we limited ourselves to just those two Hitchcocks, Psycho and The Birds, uh, which we thought were his most horror-tinged versus, versus like, suspense or thriller. Yeah. Um, that was uh, versus our number 31 seed, our second most recent film, Insidious, and actually Insidious won mm-hmm. over The Birds. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but The Birds is... Probably my favorite movie of all time. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I voted for The Birds. I want to defend it um, just to the extent that I think what Hitchcock does with birds is incredible. I mean, yeah, they're birds and they're scary. Is that, are there birds in the movie? Is that... <laughs> oh, sh- oh, spoiler thought, alert. I'm sorry, birds, spoiler. I thought it was just a bunch of scary ladies. <laughs> and they called them birds because it was That the scary days. bird over there. Um, no, but yeah. in all seriousness, I love, I do love that movie. Not as, I, I mean, that I would, was, I would probably have a better. For comparing Hitchcock, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with Insidious moving forward. I can get over these things. Uh, <laughs> I can move on with my life. I would probably have a better appreciation of the birds had I watched it more recently. But right. I just remember, you know, growing up, it was not necessarily laughable, but it just not scary. And it, the suspense and the actual, like, subtext was over my head. I also, I find birds more t- terrifying now as an adult than I did as a child. Like, now I'm more likely to be like, oh, yeah, birds are, especially living in New York City, all the pigeons i'm much more likely to be like oh birds are scary and now i know they're like dirty and disease carriers yeah i mean i was i was precocious as a child so at your mouth (laughs) beyond that i did really like i did really like insidious though like it wasn't just oh "Oh, i don't like the birds let me vote for insidious i did really like insidious 100 percent. um that will be versus uh the silence of the lambs which beat out children of the corn (laughs) <laughs> dreadful, dreadful children of the corn. But we would like to give a special shout out to the score yes. of Children of the Corn, which is genius. 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 Just terrible, like obnoxious, coral. way too loud, <laughs> scary, like choral music. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. Okay. All right. Insidious versus Silence of the Lambs. Mm. I think I have to go with Insidious. I just feel like it's more of a, I don't know, I've, I've always had a hard time calling Silence of the Lambs a horror movie, and it always gets labeled, like, the only horror film to win Best Picture, but I think of it more as, like, a, a cop, thriller. psychological, yeah, thriller. Yeah. It's more of a character study, with great characters, and I love the film, love it. Yeah. But Insidious actually kind of scared me. Yeah. You know, like, the, that's the one with, like, the baby monitor. Right. Yeah. Which... Uh, well, okay, so this is, you know, story time with Lizzie. Oh. And we'll talk about... Spin me a yarn, <laughs> old bird. Old bird? I don't know. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. I'm <laughs> yarn. <laughs> well, first off, Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorite movies. I just think it's great. Mm-hmm. And I remember in college during October AMC, 
I'm laughing because Matt just spilled his drink all over his face. Sure did. Um, AMC played Silence of the Lambs and then immediately after re-aired it with pop-up trivia. Ooh, yes, I've definitely And I definitely that. watched it to like the full movie twice in a row. I watched the I feel whole like I did thing that too. in its completion, and then I rewatched the entire film with a pop-up trivia because I just enjoy that movie so much. But I do have a hard time calling it a horror movie. And it's not necessarily something that if I'm like, ooh, I want to watch a scary movie tonight, I don't think I would think of Silence of the Lambs. Whereas Insidious is very scary, and shortly after I saw that movie, I went and babysat for this family in this old, old house in Connecticut, where like I lived there and slept there, and they had a baby monitor that when they went out at night, I would have to keep the baby monitor in my room, and it was very sensitive, so it would pick up noises outside of the baby's room, so I could hear like neighbor kids playing basketball or blah, 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 so I would always hear these like crazy noises over the baby monitor shortly after I saw that movie, and I was real scared. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. So I think I would also vote for Insidious. In Connecticut, you're basically as isolated as in The Shining. That's true. So, it's true. You know, a one-two punch there. Uh, that was far I take too, it you was... would vote for Silence of the Lambs. No, actually, I. The Silence of the Lambs is also one of my favorite movies of all time. I think I may have already said this about Saw, but I think it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. So it might be between Saw and the Sounds of the Lambs, but um, the time in my life when I saw it, um, really just the last scene in the basement, yeah, um, yeah. in all darkness, uh, is scary as hell. But um, Insidious is a better fit for horror. For this, yeah. Horror. 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 Next up, we have uh, Alien from 1979, uh, Beat Out the Sixth Sense, another one that I think, similar to Silence of the Lambs, we didn't necessarily think of as, as horror, maybe in the horror genre, uh, but I, I think it's a great movie, uh, but clearly Alien was the winner there, versus um, 28 Days Later, which beat out Carrie, which none of us are really big fans of, even though it's considered a classic. It's not good. I No, I didn't like it. I also find it very boring for most of it. I mean, I appreciate a lot of what it's doing, and I, I do yeah. think it's a good movie. I just didn't think it was that scary, and I didn't particularly like it Maybe. beyond it's, her performance. You know what it's better than, though, is the remake of it. <laughs> Which we haven't seen. Yeah, but I can just... You can just tell, Well, I <laughs> say that. I don't know. Chloe Grace Moretz is just scary in real life. <laughs> I cannot stand her. <laughs> she is your Tobey Maguire. She is. Yeah. Elizabeth hates Tobey Maguire hey. with a vehement Well, H now he's never going to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, neither is Chloe Grace Moritz. <laughs> that stupid bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if we should call like 16-year-olds stupid bitches. Isn't that exactly who we should be calling? That's probably bitches? true, actually. Okay. I, she I said worse about me. So. I rescind my objection. <laughs> she actually wrote me something very lovely about you, Matt. <laughs> oh, I take it back. I love you, Chloe. <laughs> Well, Grace Moritz. All right, so what is our matchup? Um, so we've got Alien versus Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh, Alien. 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 Yeah, I don't even. We don't even really need to discuss. It. Fucking love Alien, but. And Sigourney you know. Weaver. Yes, yes, and yes. A thousand times, yes. Next up, uh, 
Rosemary's Baby beat out Paranormal Activity, um, which was an easy win, though I will say I think Paranormal Activity is a, probably of the recent horror movies of like last 10 years. That's probably my favorite. I actually thought it was quite scary, and I think it's really well done. More like overrated activity. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so Rosemary's Baby uh, versus uh, Scream, which beat out Sleepaway Camp. Oh, that's our matchup? Yeah. Why does Scream keep getting put up against? I know. Amazing films. That That's the way the cookie crumbles. Okay, well, before we even talk about this matchup, we, I feel like it we needs to talk about Sleepaway Camp. that... I did not know. I'll give a plug, a shout out to another podcast, mm-hmm. which is How Did This Get Made? And I did not know that Sleepaway Camp existed. No, I had no idea. Until um, I saw that they did a podcast on, on Sleepaway Camp. And I listened to about the first 10 minutes of the podcast before I realized I can't listen to any more of this. I need to just watch this movie. Um, and, and I pride myself on having watched in high school, like, terrible movies. Yeah, I've seen like demonic toys. bad horror movies. And I had somehow never heard of this or discovered it. And Sleepaway Camp has, I think I can say without exaggeration, changed all three of our lives. <laughs> and the lives of many of our friends and family to whom we've recommended. Yeah, legitimately. Yes. It's, I, there aren't words. Stop the podcast right now. It's on YouTube. Find well, it. it's wait, on YouTube. Don't, don't stop it yet. You need the instructions. It's on YouTube. Search for Sleepaway Camp. Full movie. Full yeah. movie. It's from 1983. Yeah. It is the most insane film I've ever seen. Like, it's not necessarily scary. Oh, it's, it's not trying scary. to be it's not scary at times. At it is, like, at every turn, tear inducingly funny. Because it's so bad, but then it's also just so out there. But it's With genius. the most incredible twist ending. Yeah. That doesn't, I mean, it's not even like a twist and it's just it's a, a it, is, it is, but it's it, just why it, it's it, right. genius, genius on all levels, but also Which, genius is screen. Also, right. And also I would like to say about Sleepaway Camp, incredible performances across the board, <laughs> across the board. And like everyone is giving it 150%, 150%. Or more. I mean, if you don't know who Desiree Gould is, your life is less yeah, of a place. Yeah, I mean, she, I don't know how she doesn't have an Oscar. And I would just like to say that if it, if it weren't for the fact that we're raising this on scary movies, movies that needed to have scared us, I think Sleepaway Camp would have won because Probably. we're all, I mean, top movie ever? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but it can't win this bracket. No, it can't. But it does win life. Okay, so back to But it to lost this, out to Scream. So we have a tough matchup. Rosemary's Baby versus Scream. Nathan, now, earlier I said there was a time in my life when I wanted every movie that came out to be like, I know what you did last summer. The precursor to that was Scream, mm-hmm. which is what made me love I Know What You Did Last Summer. Right. Correct. Um, some part of me, well, first of all, when it came out, I definitely did not get really the comedic aspects of it, which is kind which of... Which is great, though, that it works on both kind of levels. crazy now to think about, but... Because it's also super scary. Right. It was. It totally yeah. works. And I, it was, it, I mean, it was essential to my youth. Yeah. yeah. I used to have a, a yak. Our generation. A yak back. Yeah. What, oh my God. I was obsessed and with And I recorded, uh, like, <laughs> what, there's some line, I'll gut you like a fish. Yes. Yeah. If you hang up on me again, I'll gut you like a fish. Yeah. I recorded that and then I would play it. I think I like, had people pay me to play it for them on the playground. 
<laughs> it was my first entrepreneurial <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> and, uh, the day that that yak back recording somehow got deleted was a dark, dark day indeed. Um, that's just one small example of, of Scream in my life. Um, then you have Rosemary's Baby, which I saw very recently. About a year ago. No, that, which is recently, yes, I'm yes. just saying. So, <laughs> so um, recently. And uh, it, it kind of made me fall in love with movies and the idea of thinking more deeply about the movies that I see. Um, and I can't really understate that either. Um, I definitely think Rosemary's Baby has the place in my heart as far as for the rest of my life, since I'm spending most of my life as an adult, not a child. <laughs> most of it. But, so. yeah, well, we'll see. But um, <laughs> Scream gets my vote because it it is a horror movie, period. <laughs> All right, go, Matt, because I saw you give it a look of surprise. Uh, I'm I'm just a little shocked that he went with Rosemary's Baby, or that he went with Scream over Rosemary's Baby, right, because so you know he loves Rosemary's Baby, re, like legitimately, like right. mm-hmm. he was very moved by that that movie, um, which I think is a fantastic film. But I probably have to also go with Scream for all those same reasons. Like I mean, it just it, and it's our generation, but it really, I mean, I'm pretty sure it won the MTV Movie Award for Best Movie for that year. 96. I mean, I which don't, just believe it or not, goes, I don't remember all the MTV Movie Award winners. <laughs> How could you not have not those in etched in your, in your memory? It did win the MTV Award. I'm pretty sure, That's yeah. A, no, it did. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's hugely influential. Yeah. On our generation, on everything that came after that, in terms of not just that genre, but like self-aware, sarcastic yeah. humor. But it was also scary. It worked on many levels, and I'm similar to Nate. I feel like when I first saw it, I was genuinely terrified of it, mm-hmm. and I got it as a horror movie. And then over time, it's aged well with me, and now I really appreciate it as yeah. a commentary or as comedic aspects of it. That's why I also say Scream, but I am reluctant to to kick out Rosemary and her her devil baby. Right. I mean, again, I've, and I, I have much more, because I feel like there's a certain breed of, like, 70s religious horror, um, and I would rank, of all of those, Rosemary's Baby at the top of them. Like, I would rank that above The Exorcist for me, personally. I find mm-hmm. that movie terrifying. Um, part of it is, you know, because of, I'm a woman and I have a womb. You do. But truthfully, <laughs> like, there's something really terrifying about the idea of, like something inhuman growing inside of you. Yeah. So I find that much scarier than The Exorcist, and it's such a well-made movie. I mean, that scene at the end, when she's in her, like, bedroom, and you just see people coming out of what should be the wall. Yeah. Like, parading through was so unsettling and so out of nowhere. It's a great movie, but Scream was, I saw it when I was in sixth or seventh grade. It terrified the shit out of me. I watch it, pretty much rewatch it every year, and it still is both scary and funny and holds up. And I think the other thing it gets, well, first off, it also has one of the best performances ever. The guy who does the voice of Ghostface mm-hmm. is so good. 
like he has such a scary voice and he also understands language though that's and, like, not how like a mechanical <laughs> device it, what i hope you're joking me joking joking what what it's a voice actor who does the voice of all the calls and it's not manipulated at all? No, it's not manipulated at all. It's this man's real voice. He also does like a lot of like movie phone and stuff like that. I mean, he's probably manipulating his voice. But it's But it's real... not through like a voice device. Not at all. In the movie it is. Right. But I, yeah. it just you didn't sounded... know this? I, I had no it. idea. It's, no. A, it's a real actor. That was his real voice. And Wes Craven specifically kept him from ever meeting... Drew Barrymore and Nev Campbell. Ah. And for all of those scenes, he was really, I mean, obviously he recorded it later, but for all of those scenes, they actually had him like in a trailer somewhere speaking to them. So they were like legit freaked out. Cool. And his performance is so great. Huh. I mean, that opening scene with Drew Barrymore works because of how he understands the language that he's saying and oh, how to put emphasis on yeah. special words. She's great in it. And it also gets though how to be funny on purpose not just in the snarky like meta ways which i feel like then urban legends tries to be like cool hips people yeah. or like i know what you did last summer it's also comical in its kill scene sometimes like yep. the killer is funny sometimes yep. on purpose right which is what the then movies that tried to replicate its success didn't really get yeah anyway scream yeah scream it is though that was a tough tough matchup The i one more thing i want to say about rosemary's baby is yes. just that i think the and I think it it also uh, was deeply unsettling, deeply, I was deeply moved, as Matt said, by it. Um, and I think part of what really works for me is the psychological aspect where mm -hmm. she, it's not just the terror um, outside of her, but the terror within her, not because of the baby she may or may not be carrying, but because of what her mind may or may not be doing. Right. right. It's There's an a suggestion that she, like she is yeah. crazy and yeah. she's making this all up in her head. And that to me is the most chilling part of. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like I, and it's done so well. I feel like I appreciate that more out of my horror films, like things that stay with me rather than, you know, the slasher or things that are scary in the moment, things that like even paranormal activity was something that the night of or like the the nights after that scared me psychologically. I mean, I was the psychologically scarred by the terrible acting in those movies. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Let's move on. Well, aren't you <laughs> fragile? <laughs> <laughs> um. Next, we had uh, the Blair Witch Project from 1999 was our number 22 seed. Beat out Friday the 13th, another uh, 80s classic. Um, and that will be. Paired up against uh, The Omen from 1976, which beat out the um, Dawn of the Dead remake from 2004. Sorry, what? <laughs> the kitties made a particularly loud bang. What were our matchups? Uh, Blair Witch uh -huh. versus The Omen. Oh. For which me, had knocked out the original Friday the 13th and the Dawn of the Dead remake. Right. Well, I'll just go I'll just go quickly. For me, it's easily The Omen because Blair Witch is just watching a lot of people snot close to a can of <laughs> To me in the dark. It doesn't work for me. So, The Omen. Uh, mine is easily Blair Witch Project. I, I haven't actually, I don't know if I've seen it in, maybe since then, but 
there was such hype over it, and I feel like it matched it when I saw it, besides giving me a major headache from the shaky cam. Like, I, I remember, you know, this was in the early stages of, like, AOL and the internet, and that being, like, a big thing, and it, the marketing for it was so heavy mm-hmm. and so well done that they had perpetuated this myth that this was an actual found footage, like, okay. this sort of started that found footage right. sort of genre that is almost, like, documentary in style. I remember watching, I like... I would say for better or worse, but really just worse. Right, probably. But still... This was still the original and the best of those, I would say. Um, like, I remember watching, like, <laughs> a... like, saying. <laughs> Not what saying. Oh, God. Um, like, I remember watching, like, a CBS News special or something that was, like, the whole hour was based on this event as if it had already, like, it, as if it had happened. It was just I think so you might well be done. imagining that. Okay, it probably wasn't CBS <laughs> News, but it was definitely on a major <laughs> network. And it was, it was probably Fox, but it was definitely oh, an actual, like, hour-long news special cute. as if, like, this was the history movie. of that myth, as if this was a real myth and everything that wasn't, it was just so creative. It really was, and a product of its time that I think worked really well. True, but you know what? This isn't a bracket about best marketing. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All right, Hubs. Um, Beyond that, it was so, a great movie. Like the end of that movie yes, freaks yes. me the f out. Right, there's one scary moment after watching an hour and thirty minutes of people snot on a camera. Which again, though, that psychologically it so works. You feel like no. this is a real thing and like no. terrifying. No, because again, they were subpar actors too. You know, what I uh, wish would come back. What? There was a TV show on M. It was on MTV, I think. Was it just called Fear? Yes. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. Which was very Blair Witch esque. Definitely inspired, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that would win the bracket for me. Fear. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Blair Witch or so Omen. I have to go with Blair Witch. I, I honestly, <sighs> these are two of maybe my least favorite in the entire bracket, which is oh. strange because they're, and that's not to say I mean I like, I legitimately like all the movies on the, in the bracket. Um, the Omen seems too contrived, which is strange because I could see someone saying the exact same thing about Blair Witch Project. But the Omen, um, the pacing is so off for me. And I think in some ways that helps it create this unsettling feeling as you're watching it. Mm -hmm. But it just, it feels incomplete to me. It feels... uh, I don't know, it, it, in, not incoherent. Um, I mean, I'm exactly. It it's not bit, incoherent, but it, it a little bit of that is enough to make me vote for Blair Witch. It does feel a little bit like a bunch of like interesting ideas thrown together in the open. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with that assessment. I just really just. But I love that era. I do love. Oh, absolutely. 70s. Um, and I do really like the Omen. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, good. It's it's. Fine. And Nanny McPhee, or whatever her name is, is genius. <laughs> yes. It is not Nanny McPhee, it but is. I don't remember it's her Emma name. It's Emma Thompson. It's Nanny <laughs> her first role. <laughs> so now that we have our elites 
eight set, uh, we have a second drink. Mm. Yes. Let's, let's hear about it. And this one, get ready, folks. This <laughs> one is called Liquefied Ghost. Ooh. Um, wow, I hate us. Also, also known as Hellacious Ghost, which is what I kept calling it earlier because I... For some reason, that's it. Just made sense. To me. Um, so, this one is a little more desserty, as would be suggested by a liquefied ghost. A liquefied ghost um, <laughs> goes better. Ghost, I think better at, the, better at the end of the meal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a digestif. So <laughs> this one, this one has uh, it has vodka. It has vanilla simple syrup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are using cream soda mm. and half and half. Mm-hmm. And I believe this one is just sort of haphazardly shaken together or stirred. Mm-hmm. I was just stirring them. Yeah. Emphasis on haphazard. Hellaciously uh, <laughs> haphazard. You know what? <laughs> to be fair, the, the recipe I found was very unspecific. Yeah. Well, ghosts tend to be transient creatures, <laughs> unspecific in... Their very nature, so mm. you know, it makes sense. And um, I, I wish our dear listeners could really see. Every this. time you say "dear listeners," um, it's like so on NPR. sort of hostile. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh. it's the it's the horror bracket. Um, I want to say so. It kind of looks like if you lanced a boil, and. <laughs> suspended it in formaldehyde which I'm sorry it's a little gross but it there's a brainy texture to the um the suspension of this drink and the half and half the half and half and it's in liquid uh, which is perfect for our purposes Mm -hmm. Um, it tastes quite good it's kind of like what did we say a grown up ice cream sundae type thing Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out, uh, just to get into some upper level chemistry, uh, is, is that... Again, what our listeners are tuning in for. Yes. The chemistry. A dash of chemistry. So this is, this is called, as I said, liquefied ghost. Now, if you think of your, your average everyday ghost floating around... (laughs) It's pretty much made of gas, right? Can we agree on that? It's a gas. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Naturally. So, uh, oh shoot, my entire my entire my entire thesis just broke down in front of me. Did it I, blow out the window? Yeah. Okay. So stretch your imagination. So let's pretend. Oh, I mean, part of this drink <laughs> is solid. So to get from a gas to a solid. There's, um, and vice versa, I believe, there's this process called sublimation. Um, The Uh gas and or the solid has to sublimate. So one could say that this drink is sublime. It's simply sublime. Sublime. I like it. I like how you got there. Yeah. Um, Wasn't it worth it? It was so worth it. Okay. I'm I'm checking the chemistry equation and it adds up. It is a hellacious, haphazard, horror of a Stephen drink Hawking for would be Halloween. Proud. This is a solid theorem. Physicist. All right. Well, <laughs> as we sip on that, let's knock it down to our final four. We have Psycho versus Halloween. Um, 
classic versus a classic, Just totally. Oh, that's actually really hard. Okay, I'll go ahead and 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 start the ball rolling on this, which is that, you know, this is like the classic Jaws versus anything because Psycho is the granddad. Of yeah. Most modern which, horror. Brief disclaimer: We did not include Jaws on this one because it was on our summer movie blockbusters. Uh, well, mostly because it was on our summer movie blockbuster bracket, but also we didn't think of it as a horror film, even right. though it sometimes can be categorized as such. Right. Um, and I... Psycho is amazing. And um, Anthony Perkins gives one of the best performances just ever. Awesome. Yeah. In general. But throughout, it is not nearly as unsettling as Halloween. Again, if it's like a chilly October evening before Halloween and I want to curl up and Whoa. watch a scary movie... I'm going to watch Halloween. Or Sleepaway Camp. Or Well, I would watch Sleepaway Camp every day of my life. Every day. Granted, it is called Halloween, so if it's <laughs> Halloween and you want to watch a movie, you, you might as well choose. watch Halloween. Halloween. True, but it's also... But Halloween. I also want to watch Fair April enough. Fool's Day, regardless of it being <laughs> April Fool's, Fool's Day or not. not. Correct. Um, I, I just feel like Halloween is scarier to me. Again, it comes down to psychological versus just actual... Yeah. Right. Well, you've probably sensed where my loyalties lie because of my enraged response to what Elizabeth just said. He's hitting me. <laughs> um, no, this is actually, this is really, uh, sorry, were you done? Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is really difficult, um, but I, I would have to go with Psycho and... Which, again, is fair enough. That movie is spectacular. Yeah, there's... I th yeah, for me, I guess, it's kind of all the reasons you gave, except for me, Psycho does those things. So I'm more unsettled by Psycho. Fair enough. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> and I was hoping the two of you would agree, so my, my decision wouldn't matter as much. I definitely think... It's clear Psycho is the better movie. A hundred percent. But, and it did scare me. Like, I do remember, that was one of the, not first horror movies that I watched, but I vividly remember the first time I watched it. And oh, it's I terrifying. was probably 10 or 11. And it really sticks with you. Like, right. not just because it's a, you know, a well done movie with a great story that's unsettling. It, it is scary. And there's a reason, like, the, um, the shower scene is iconic and the ending is really psycho um but i think i'm gonna go with halloween mm. I, uh, now i'm being hit um well you know it's funny because now that we're talking about it, i'm almost swayed the other way i won't because really? I've, already, I've already gone but in thinking about it the genius thing about psycho well there are so many things but you know in halloween Michael Myers is very frightening, but he's just sort of this entity that you don't know anything about, mm -hmm. which is terrifying in its own. Like, there is actually something very unsettling of not knowing why someone is stalking Especially because he's, like, so you. stoic and so calm, and there's that creepy, like, William Shatner mask. Like, and you yeah, get a, a bit of a backstory with, like, the um, institution and right. like, him. Like, the beginning is one of the most unsettling things to me, like, when he's a child. With yes. the younger... And has killed the older yeah. sister. Oh, my gosh. Um, but having said that, the amazing thing with Psycho, the way that Alfred Hitchcock manipulates it, 
and again, the genius of Anthony Perkins' performance is that you are on Norman Bates' side. Like that scene, yeah. and it, people talk about it all the time, the scene where he's sinking the car with her body in it, with Tippi Hendren's body, or not Tippi Hendren, um, Jenna Lee's body in it. Like, you're hoping it sinks for him. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you don't know it's him either. You think it's his mother, but like, it's this weird thing of all of a sudden having the rug pulled out of like, oh my gosh, I was identifying and sort of like rooting for... Right. Which again, I think it's the better made film. Yeah. But... Halloween's still Halloween, I think, is more. scarier, and I think that just is our generation or what we're valuing as scary. Now, how have we been talking the Gus Van Sant <sighs> shot for shot remake? Well, that <laughs> would like, win for okay. sure. Oh, boy. Speaking of Anne Heche, uh, next we have I Know What You Did Last Summer, which embarrassingly has made it to our Elite Eight versus. Speak uh, and I do. And I am happy to speak for myself. Uh, I know what you did last summer versus The Shining. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, I think I can start on this one. I think you can. Um, I've said my piece about both pieces. And I know what you did last summer gets my vote. And I will obviously 100% go with The Shining. I mean, I do have a little bit of a dilemma in that I appreciate I know what you did last summer, and it scared me. But again, that partially (laughs) is also like the scariness of the terrible acting, Um, and its campy factor is great. But for me, I have to go with The Shining only because The Shining was such a specific moment in my childhood. Like, I think had I not, again, had I not seen The Shining at the time that I did... Yeah. I would probably reason that The Shining, again, is more psychological, but it's not as straight-up horror, and then I would vote for I know, but... And my thing with I Know What You Did Last Summer, too, is I just don't think it has held up. Like, yes, it, there's, like, a huge wave of nostalgia associated with it. I still know what you did last summer. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a classic. <laughs> Put Brandy in anything, and that's a and one Mackay for the Pfeiffer ages. And Mackay Omar Epps. Right, whichever one. It's Mackay Pfeiffer. <laughs> Isn't it? Yes. Wait, okay. <laughs> Shit. Um, Omar S is in Scream, too. But yeah, whereas, like, Scream, which was, you know, similar era, that holds up. I don't think I Know What You Did Last Summer holds up on anything other than nostalgia, I, which is important, and I love nostalgia. Right. Disagree. Whatever. The Shining Winds moves into our final four. Next, we have uh, Insidious versus Alien. Alien is a clear... I, I'm glad Insidious made it a few rounds, but Alien is incredible. It's a really, really, really well-made film. And it's science fiction, it's horror, it's action, suspense. Sigourney Weaver is unbelievable. It's so well-directed. It's so contained and tight. There's nothing wasted. Each shot is necessary and vital. Scott has Really lost. lost. (laughs) Yeah. And those characters exactly. are really rich. All the rest of the, the mm-hmm. team, the art direction, and the, the creature, the alien. It's... There are two women who talk about science things, so it passed the Bechdel test. Hey. Hmm. What a winner. I, I mean, bet I know what you did last Is alien included in, as one of the women? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another, there's another scientist on board. <laughs> Veronica Cartwright. Okay, good. Yeah, Veronica Cartwright. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, definitely Alien. Yeah. Um, and I think the point you made about it being tight and contained, I think, I mean, it's like a minimalist mm-hmm. poem or piece of music or, you know, anything where, uh, you know, some of the best short stories where absolutely nothing is wasted and uh, that's very difficult to do. Yeah. And I have no problem considering it as a horror film. No, because it is genuinely terrifying. I would vote for Alien as well. Um, and I think, you know, when we were talking about even like 28 Days Later, I was thinking one of the scariest parts of that movie. I would also give a shout out to the remake. I haven't seen the original of The Crazies mm. as a movie that yeah. I thought was really well done. We saw the, the um, is the idea of the people you're with not being able to entirely know and trust them. Yeah. Similar to John Carpenter's The Thing, which is also like you don't know who could be infected and is the thing and who's... Which isn't on our list because Nathan and I have not seen that. Thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, again, the special effects are a little bit dated, um, but the general idea of it is is pretty terrifying. Um, so I'd give that to Alien. Also, I just gotta give a shout out, since I like my trivia, to the fact that the part of Ripley in Alien was written for a man. And then Sigourney Weaver came in and she was Sigourney Weaver and they made it a woman. And it's one of the most, like, enduring female roles on film. That's awesome. Ever. Yeah. And I just love the fact that they were like, oh, it actually doesn't matter whether it's a man or a woman. It's a mm-hmm. kick-ass character. We're going to get a kick-ass actor who happens to be a woman. And anyway. So Amen. It wins. Sure does. Moves on to our final four. Last but not least, we have Scream versus Blair Witch Project. Scream. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Scream. I mean, obviously Scream. Yeah. If it's going to overtake Rosemary's Baby, it's going to overtake Blair Witch Project for all the reasons we have already discussed. Yeah. Blair Witch Snot Project. <laughs> <laughs> You're so witty. <laughs> not. Listen, these... This... <laughs> The Blair Witch Hellacious. Project? Hellacious. Hellacious haphazard horror of a Halloween drink. <laughs> okay. Such a The final four. Final four. We've got Halloween, The Shining, Alien, and Scream. Moving on to our finals. Is it Halloween or The Shining? Oh, God. This is just sad. <laughs> I want Psycho. Well, I want The Exorcist, and we know how that turned out. <laughs> well, I'm voting for Halloween. I'm voting for The Shining. <laughs> Gosh, without no. hesitation. Oh, no. Okay, each of you get, to get a chance to, because I legitimately, both of these were so scarring to me as a child. I legitimately cannot make a decision, so I need both of you to make your best cases to sway me one way, sway me one way or the other. All right. Well, for all the reasons that you listed for The Shining earlier, beyond it being just a great movie that has so many levels in terms of how you can interpret it, like the, you know, someone close to you. (laughs) Yes, all the Minotaur imagery. Um, Now that someone close to you, you know, slowly starts to lose their mind, the completely enclosed, like not just that they're at the hotel, but then there's the snowstorm. You've got the, oh God, the whole thing is just so terrifying on its own as a story and it's so well done and then knowing the backstory of like Kubrick who's kind of crazy on his own making it Shelley Duvall is incredible Jack Nicholson is so well cast and Kubrick hated Shelley Duvall but she's so good I mean right I love her love her love her 
But I mean, that is scary while watching it, A, but afterwards it's also still scary. And there's so much imagery beyond like the, the woman in the bathtub, the twins, the blood rushing out of the elevator. Like it's, it's, it's artful. Maybe it would be better as a painting instead of a <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting hostile. All right, make your cakes for Halloween. Okay, take another sip of your drink. <laughs> Listen you to the wind outside the window. It is October. There's a I wonderful was going to say, wind. I feel like the fact that you're bringing up a wind a lot, you're trying to get back to the twister argument where I got on board. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, and let's see. I'm the setting October the mood. I'm setting, setting the mood. Now, uh, ask yourself honestly, deep inside your bosom, which... <laughs> oh my god. To my bosom. Well, I mean, sim- like, yeah, I know. metaphorically. Yes. <laughs> my metaphorical which, bosom. Yes. Which movie do you really want to watch? And the answer is clearly Halloween. Oh, god. You no, may respect of- The Shining. You may have stronger emotional, youthful ties to The Shining... You may As you think should, you though. should vote for The Shining, but what do you want to watch with mulled wine and a cider donut in the front shining. of the roaring fire? Halloween. Halloween has some fluff, too. It's not as tight and continuously... We're talking mulled wine and cider donuts. Which Halloween. I would watch with The Shining. Halloween. I'm sorry. I effing I quit. <laughs> No, but it's a good point, which is that, I mean, again, I will say, to be honest, the thing that creeps me out maybe more than anything in The Shining is then that final picture, when they zoom in on the picture Mm -hmm. and it turns out you see Jack Nicholson there in the, like, 1920s, and it's so unsettling, and it really is, but Nathan brings up a good point, which is that if I am, if it's October, if we're doing this as a, like, October horror bracket... See, even on those those same justifications, I would go with The Shining. Yeah, well, There's so guess much what? about that movie. You are different people, so you came to two different conclusions. All right. Well, I'm, this is now a dictatorship, <laughs> and The Exorcist has won. The end. <laughs> we can all go home. Fine. Halloween somehow moves on. No, I, and I don't dislike. That was, that, was a, that was a difficult here's matchup. The, here's my favorite thing about these brackets, is that we become so attached to certain movies that somehow we start... Espousing hatred for movies that we actually really, really like. Like earlier when I was talking about The Exorcist, which I clearly am still miffed about, you were saying The Shining was that for you, and that it's like in your maybe top ten of all time. Yeah, you would also sit down and and watch it again. No, The Shining for sure. You misplayed your hand when she asked us. I know, I did. Case. Well, you because clearly she already defined your, uh, take the boundaries of what, she, you know, how she was going to vote and how she with defined integrity. She defined them with your integrity. what she wants Shit. to watch <laughs> on a fall day. Whatever. Halloween moves on to our final two. The end. What will join it? Alien or Scream? Oh, Scream for me. I mean, first off, I feel like Scream is so rewatchable. Mm-hmm. all the time and it holds up really well and again it's like if we're setting the scene the same and it's like a blustery October <laughs> night with mulled wine and apple cider donut I don't even like donuts but whatever get out <laughs> like I want to watch Scream versus like Alien is a movie I would watch any time of the year and yes it's scary 
and I'm always in the mood for a scary movie, but it's not like the scary. And I had nightmares about um, Ghostface for like years afterwards. I still, even now, rewatching that movie or one of the sequels, once a year we'll watch it and have like messed up dreams about Ghostface. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Alien is definitely the the better film. A hundred percent. But yeah, I mean, when it comes down to just horror and what we think of as horror, it's hard not to go with Scream. Mm-hmm. Even though, again, as an adult now, I appreciate it more as not necessarily just horror. It's hilarious, but right? but yeah, I mean. Also, there's such That's a... tough. I think Alien is also one of my, like, probably top 50 films <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Which uh, is... <laughs> such a sarcastic wow. See, Scream would be on my, like, top 10. And also, I would like to say that I think there's such a fine line between... Uh, horror... Between being scared and finding something funny. Mm-hmm. And it's the same reason that, like, horror movies are such a release. Like, they're really a cathartic experience in the For same sure. way that a, a, a really good comedy is. Mm-hmm. Because it's this, like, intense emotion that you're able to release. That everyone needs, and it's super cathartic. And I feel like Scream has more, has both, which makes it really cathartic. Because you can go from laughing to legitimately being scared yeah it's just well it's well done yeah, yeah it is. I wanted to go last because it's no brainer screen for me um I absolutely love Alien and respect it but 100% yep it's definitely screen leading us to what is our favorite or what is the best horror film Halloween or Scream <laughs> I don't want to watch all of these movies. Well, Psycho. <laughs> well, The Exorcist. In lieu of that. Um, no, I would love to have Psycho. I, my perfect top two would be Psycho against Scream. I know that's not how it shook out. So that's fine. I will serve. But well, maybe. I'm officially putting my vote in for Scream. Um, it has nostalgia on its side. It yep. has the complexity of comedy slash pure terror on its side. It has uh, the iconic imagery. I mean, they both have that, but yeah. Yeah. Scream. Matt? Um, well, before you give your answer, what would your, your ideal top two be? Well, for sure, The Exorcist. And then, I mean, the way it's bracketed, I would have guessed Rosemary's Baby would have gotten there, though it just came up against some steep competition, and I have no qualms with Scream overtaking it to now be in the finals. Uh, probably would have been Exorcist and Psycho, even though I voted for Halloween over over Psycho. Just that matchup and how I was feeling in the moment went with Halloween, but if not... Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby, Exorcist and Psycho, with Exorcist being the clear... Or no, Exorcist and The Shining, actually. Mm-hmm. That would have been my ideal final two. Um, both have lost. It's hard. 
when when thinking of Halloween versus Scream, I don't when I rewatch Scream now, I don't find it scary. Like I did at the time and I in subsequent viewings at younger ages found it scary still. But that genre of like slash once you know what happens, it's not scary at all. Which is why I always think I think it's still scary. Oh god, I don't at all. The potential for for, um like copycat killers to come out of the woodwork just kind of come. We have it like while watching. Oh no, I'm always no, but to me it's so realistic because it could happen so easily. You know. All right. The other thing that's really scary about Scream, which was kind of a first in its slasher, especially versus now that it's up against Halloween and Michael Myers, and there is something scary about Michael Myers, like. Calm, always calm, very stoicness. He's like the Frankenstein. But the thing that's really scary about Ghostface and Scream is that he will fucking run after you. Like, he actually runs. He actually fights. He actually takes hits and falls down. Mm-hmm. But that, you know what I mean? He, even with the mask on, he there's never a moment where he feels superhuman. He feels very much like the film also works on a mystery level. Which is the other genius thing about it. I mean, now we yeah. know the answer to the mystery, so that lacks when in rewatching right. it. But on the first time for all those screen movies, there's also a mystery element of it and the fact that you know it's someone, which again plays on the fact that it's someone potentially that you know and are close to. Like, mm. it plays on all of those fears. <sighs> well, so it's clear that my, my answer is Scream. Which... Although, obviously, my top two would have been Sleepaway Camp and Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. But that wasn't even allowed on the list. <laughs> no, it sure was not. Though I have seen that somehow. Um, yeah, I think had it had it been Scream versus The Shining, had The Shining overtaken Halloween in the final four, I would have definitely voted for The Shining. But once it's Halloween versus Scream, I think I also go with Scream, and I think that's just nostalgia taking over. But again, I, I don't find Scream to be scary at all on, on rewatched versions. It still scares not not one bit. But the Exorcist scares you. Oh, to the high heavens and back down to <laughs> the no. pits of hell. Well, that's fitting. Like, <laughs> like none other. Again, I think. This I mean, is obviously very less so stunning. now, but this is very oh my telling. God, yeah. This is very revealing about your psyche. Yeah, I mean, it's like the unknown and being out of control, like the paranormal activities and. The exorcist of it all. It's just... Yeah, you know what's much more scary? A random psychopath on the street stabbing you. But that just, like, happens in everyday life. Like, right, that really happens. I know. That's which, scarier. I'm, like, numb to that. I don't know. <laughs> I get stabbed every time I step out the door. I'm glad to know stabbing. that if Ethan just gets stabbed right in the street, you'll be like, eh, I was prepared for What's it. I'm numb to it. <laughs> okay, so I'm being a little flippant, but... <laughs> Still, it's like, I don't know, that's not as scary. Oh, it's so scary. That's like common, whereas like you get into the being possessed. That Which can't happen. Right. What? No, well, as a woman, I feel like it's much more likely that I'm going to be stalked by a crazy psychopath than possessed. So that's scary to me. Well, Which is... once you get possessed, don't come running to <laughs> Which me. Which is actually true, though. Statistically <laughs> true. Right. I'm either going to end up in a scream type situation or a, or a shining type situation where my husband tries to kill me. I think it's probably me, statistically so. true for all humans that they're going <laughs> to... Like, they're more likely to be Possession killed. by demon versus... That's true. <laughs>
I don't know. That's Possession true. by demon isn't really widely reported on. So. Although you know that the exorcism that the exorcist is based on took place at my college, St. Louis University. I did know that. And the floor that took place on the fourth floor is actually crazy haunted. And there's so much with the, the Which again, so I actually now movie. have more more respect for the exorcist than having gone to St. Louis U and like hearing people talk about the fourth floor and seeing the locked fourth floor for myself and I'm like, oh no, it is actually like a really creepy, freaky place. Oh, it's just terrible. No, is it haunted Especially because, by like, a glacious ghost or a liquefied ghost? I hope liquefied. Glacious. Yes. Sublimation. Sublimination. What is it? <laughs> Whatever. Chemistry. <laughs> All right, so we but yeah, but like the exorcist is also like w- near the beginning, like when she's first showing like the symptoms and all that, and Ellen Burstyn, the mom, is like terrified for her and doesn't know what's going on with her daughter. You get all these other layers of like, just as a mom, she doesn't know what's going on with her kid. She, the you care. know the Linda Blair characters growing up, but you also parents. see all those like doctor visits and like her in the hospital and then doing tests, and it's like you don't know what's wrong, and that's scary. It's, you do know what's wrong. It's unsettling you know what it's in a... Yeah. yeah, but they don't. And you, like, put yourself in that position, and it's, she has, you have no control. It's, a, it's unsettling Whereas in, in, a, in a slasher film and things like that, they're always acting stupid. And in Scream, it's kind of for comedic sake. And you're like, no, if I was in that position, I would do this. I, you run, or you go to this, or you okay, look is, right next to you. But there's even something a classic complaint about these films, but... Let's let a killer loose on you and see what your decision-making skills are like. Also, in right, Scream, no. they do, for the most part, most of the victims do a pretty great... I mean, like, Drew Barrymore well, fights. Drew Barrymore fights. The, like, garage door dog yeah. thing. Rose McGowan. But even that, it's, like, explained Although, in the film, which is that it's so meta and... There have been people running through the high school with the costume on. Like, that's the thing, is that there are all these, like, false alarms of people running with the costumes right. on that you can see how she would be like, I'm at a party with 50 other people. Of course the killer is not here. Right. That you and then when she does realize, once he cuts her on her arm, she fights back. Like, she throws the yeah. beer bottle. She tries to get out. The doggy door legit seems like her only escape in that moment. Like... They make more sense in Scream than they do in your average. Right. No, and I'm not necessarily just pinning that on Scream. I'm okay. just saying that type of horror film or that. I think the difference for me is that there's like a, a scary to me. psychological, like makes you think movie, and then there's just a visceral in the moment. Oh my god! And I tend to favor if we're just talking horror, the visceral response. All right. Because I don't like to think about things. The other thing this way to sum it up sum it up be that some of us are scared of demons, some of us aren't, but all of us are scared of men in white masks and black robes. Agreed. Right. I'm really sure. just bummed Can we agree on that innovations. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I'm just really bummed that there was nary a Jeff Goldblum film and not even the top eight. So Yeah, you had no no bloom to your winning zone so there you have it Scream wins our best horror films favorite horror films scariest movies what have you Scream thanks for listening and have a spooky Halloween (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the end